these podcasters finagle their way into some pretty uh they're able to do a lot of stuff i mean they get they get police evidence <laughs> they, they, they get control of the mask and they get access to go and seeing this guy and so right then and there the whole scene they're at and you see jason we never see his face his uh michael myers sorry uh, You're having a Chucky Kruger kind of moment. Having a little Chucky Kruger moment. Chucky Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Chucky, but I add Kruger at the end. So they're staring at Jaws, and you never see his face <laughs> fully. <laughs> When I saw it in theaters, obviously I was pumped. I was excited. And so I liked the intro enough, even though, I mean, I wasn't, I just, I think I was mainly pumped because I'm, I'm in theaters watching a Halloween movie and of course. it does it like, it's really right off the top. I just want to say my favorite thing about this movie is the way it looks. I love the cinematography um, and the score is amazing. So when you hear that little bit of piano come in as he like pulls out the mask, of course I got fucking like goosebumps. But on rewatch, now I've seen this movie five times. I just think the the beginning's kind of silly. It doesn't really do anything for me, and I think it's mainly because I know what happens to the podcasters now. Mm-hmm. And where I think this movie kind of maybe fucked up in a big way was making Laurie Strode such a ma- like the main character with her granddaughter, or maybe that would have been fine, but the podcasters introduced the film. They're the whole reason this thing kind of like gets started and they're just kind of throw away after that, you know, we, they get killed or at least I think the one, I know the woman does, but I think they're going to have that male podcaster come back in the sequel. Cause he, they don't really show him dead, dead. So you just see him bloodied and lose consciousness. Yeah. You only see them look at the body of the girl laying there. So I'm hoping that's the case because then it would mean more to me. But in, instead, their deaths are just kind of – and their characters. And granted, I know when the trailer came out, they show that podcast girl in the shower and then Michael Myers pull back the curtain. And I think that's a deleted scene where the podcast guy is wearing the mask in like a hotel room and they're like fucking – Oh wow, okay. So that's not even in there. Which would I you wish like? It was. You let you want it, so you would rather have that in there for more of a dynamic between the podcasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it would make the 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 beginning mean something more. Because okay. I also don't care about the Doctor Sartain character. I think that's the most. That's the worst thing about the movie is that whole character and his plot line. Um. So on rewatch, I don't like it. I don't care. It's kind of pointless. Him just saying, yelling, say something. And then do, 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 do. And I get, I like that part, obviously, but it just feels 
whatever. And then from there, it's just for me, the entire movie is just kind of a big whatever. (laughs) You're just going to shit on this. But that said, what about the title card? The title card itself. It's pretty dope. All right, you like Dylan likes the title card of Halloween 2018. No, here's my thing though. Oh wait, he doesn't. No, I really do. I'm, I'm shitting on the movie, I know, but I didn't hate watching it. Like I, I, I think I picked this one to review mainly because I wanted to rewatch it. And it seems like every time I rewatch it, I find a little something new to like about it and a little something more to hate about it. Um. And this time around, I, I realized I really fucking love the way this movie looks. It it uh, really captures some great, like, October, fall, Halloween vibes. Mm-hmm. Of course, that scene when he's walking around just killing people outside, that shit's the best. When he's walking in the houses, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? No, what, 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 what happened? <laughs> um. One of but, the best scenes in the entire yeah. movie, the we're walking with him. That's that shit. If there was more of that in the movie, it would just be great. But, and I actually really liked the teenage characters for the most part, and I would have liked to seen more of them. Um, and there's the the Halloween party at the high school. I thought that was gonna have a bigger play in the event of things. Instead, that just kind of happens and it's over. Um, same with a boyfriend, but I know, I guess they had like a deleted scene where he kind of, something happens with him and the cops. I don't remember, but that's taken out. He's supposed to come back for the sequel. So, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that, that was kind of like, that was kind of glaring. The fact that he was just done now. Yeah. You literally had multiple scenes of her talking to her parents about the boyfriend, then seeing the boyfriend, they all got to eat with the boyfriend they'll have dinner together and they're laughing and they're high-fiving across the table then you have the party with the boyfriend together you also see them together at the school then they get an argument she leaves and then we're off on our merry way and we never go back to the boyfriend so yeah, yeah that was kind of a th- by the way i know this is what we're going to do we're going to this is going to be a, a natural conversation which means we're going to be all over the place we're not going to go through every single thing from you know cold open title card what happens next we'll try a little bit but for the most part we're kind of going to be all around my thing i wanted to while i remember it was some of the random weird dialogue in this movie and i want to know if that contributed to taking you out of the movie of (laughs) course but no no no. of course yeah but some people could chalk it up as like oh okay we all have that weird dad or this could be a real conversation that happened so I thought that could be argument, but for me, I'm not a big fan of. We have a scene where the dad's putting out mouse traps, and uh, we're gonna I'm gonna put uh you're gonna shut under my sink, and he's putting mouse traps under his sink, and then he's the one of the mouse traps snaps on himself, and he, the, I don't I think the line is he got peanut butter I got peanut butter on my penis. The, no, you guys can't see me, but I my my. <laughs> head is pressed into my palm of my hand just here's another tiny one that could have been missed in like a minute in a minute and a half span i think the mom and the dad the dad's in the kitchen putting peanut butter on a mousetrap and she's cooking something on the frying pan and she i don't know what she was cooking i don't remember 
she but she it was like something like a shred some type of shredded shit and she goes to like grab a little piece with her finger and burns herself and then she puts on an oven mitt and then the guy <laughs> snaps a mousetrap on his finger i swear to god this all happened like right after each other she she puts tries to grab something out of the frying pan burnt instantly the first scene we look like we're looking at the dumbest parents of of all time well again i said a little bit ago i think this movie is uh suffers some from some really bad casting mainly the two parents one those also don't feel like they're husband and wife the guy looks like he's 10 or 15 years older i'll give you that they don't look like they'd be that going back to what you said about them not looking like mother and daughter. I kind of thought that too. The only way I could forgive that a little bit is they did say she was taken away at like 12 years old. Okay. They don't they don't have a close relationship. So yeah. maybe them not coming off very motherly and daughterly, maybe that's something that they got right. That's yeah. the only thing I'll get. Because Pam Greer, I mean, I think she's great. Pam Greer? Judy Greer? Judy Greer. <laughs> Pam Greer. That would have been Pam great Greer. if they casted Pam Greer. I'm still um, thinking about Jason. I'm still thinking about Pamela and Jason. Um, yeah, that's pretty awful. The I got peanut butter on my penis. That that I rolled my eyes in the theater. I remember, and that's I the way I can perfectly explain the way I saw this movie. Me and my girlfriend went, and it was October. I think yeah, it was October. We were you know having a great fucking Halloween time we were going to cornfields and having all kinds of spooky fun and then it was like hey let's go fucking see halloween um this friday and we went and i was pumped and then as i'm watching the movie i'm uh, you know i'm fucking ready and i'm there i just slowly start to lose interest to where i start slouching in the seat and kind of and just not caring anymore and just being like all right whatever and then so that – and every time a dumb line like that happened, which, of course, the old movies are full of that sh- – some dumb lines too. But this is just so apparent, mainly because of the bad cast casting, the zero chemistry, and just like no reason for these lines to fucking be there. The one place where it works is with that little um, – the little black kid with the blonde babysitter. Oh, yeah. The Oh, shit. Yeah, that's yeah. the one place where his shit works and it's fucking hysterical mm-hmm. because it feels real. Whereas the dad shit, oh, and it makes me sad because somebody wrote that line into the fucking script. Yeah. Um, and it happens again later on towards the end with the two cops and the sandwiches. And they that, go on about that for a li- for you know dude, what? Well, if if they went on for thirty five seconds, that was thirty five seconds too long. I remember that I specifically remember looking to McKenna and being like, that was fucking dumb. That was the dumbest shit that someone should have looked in that and been like, ah, cut that out. We don't need it. And I guess some people would argue, well, no, we need that little bit because it humanizes the two cops so that when we see them fucking brutally murdered in a little bit, it kind of has a little something. Fuck that. They are just bought like they are just bodies to fucking slash up. We don't need we don't need that. And. Especially since you kill the dad right after he finds their bodies. We should care more about the dad getting killed, which I don't, than the two no. fucking cops. So the co- the dad gets killed too at that point. And I know I'm jumping to the end of the movie now. But it just goes to show like how that one little stupid – because they're talking about sandwiches and it's the dumbest dialogue too. I made a banh mi sandwich. I had the Vietnamese people make you a banh mi 
peanut butter and jelly because I'm the best partner. And I just wanted to fucking Ugh. like it's it's so fucking bad and it takes me right out of it. And especially since it seems like a double whammy, because right before that is when the Dr. Sartain character reveals himself as the one who kind of helped Michael Myers escape and is Ugh. kidnapped Laurie Strode's granddaughter and his brain. So at that, uh, it, you lo- you lose me. And so for me, the whole literally last 35 minutes of the movie, I feel is so unearned and uninteresting and it, I just hate it. Like the whole, mm-hmm. and then when I have to read about, look at the three um, generations of Strode women standing strong to battle Michael Myers. It doesn't feel earned. I'd care if I felt, but I don't feel anything other than the granddaughter and Lori Strode. They have like a dope connection and the granddaughter's really good in this. She's the fucking standout. Yeah. Lori I love Jamie Lee Curtis, but to me, this is actually her weaker, weakest performance um, than any of the other movies. I thought this was total. Um, some people praised her for the scene where she's with her family and getting drunk in the restaurant and causing a scene. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I saw this shape. And to me, it feels, hey, I'm acting now. Um, and mm-hmm. she's a great actress, so I'm trying not to knock her, but I just. I think the direction's a little weak in this movie. The script is definitely fucking atrocious. And those little lines like that don't help. And it makes me wish that someone had said, ah, take that out. Ah, take out the peanut butter on the penis line. And I'm trying, there's another example, and I can't fucking remember. Oh, here's another example of it. The father and the son in the car who yep, uh, see that's the that's people the wandering. Yeah. They're t- the kids yeah. love for dance. Yeah. Well, Right there, it, it seems like they kind of, the filmmakers did it as a joke. It's, there's so many scenes like this where it seems like they're just trying to fuck with the audience to make the horror fans go, what the fuck is this? Because not only is their dialogue fucking kind of weird, but then they make the – again, a weird casting decision. They make the boy's dad his grandpa age. Yeah, yeah, that's I had that I had that too. Though. To where he's yeah. going, Dad, Dad, um, that's your dad? He's fucking yeah. old. Why? Exactly. Like, why not just make it? It that scene would have been a hundred percent more um, acceptable and just flowed better if it wasn't so distracting that I'm like, that's that's an old dude to be playing his his dad. And I know that's a little thing to bitch about, but it it does take you out of it. I thought that too, though, because I mean, it gets you thinking about something other than imminent danger. I yeah. was thinking, why is that guy so old? And why is he so old? <laughs> I'm not worried about the mentally ill people wandering the street right now. That old man needs to like find out what's going on here. Or that kid needs to find his real dad, pronto. I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> but then, I, and then to top it all off, dude, I have a problem with that whole fucking scene. I'm so disappointed in the way that Michael... Going back to the script. Hey, how do we have Michael Myers escape? Hmm... I got it. We'll have him escape on Halloween during a bus transfer. Like, we'll have his doctor break him out and be in on it, trying to do, like, a fucking... It's so... God damn, it gets me angry. Because it's just so easy and stupid and predictable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's dope that they at least have him kill that fucking kid. Well... 
Yeah. It, well, first of all, it was shocking because you don't see that. I did. So I like that. It's like, whoa, like he's he shows up in the back and you're automatically thinking, oh, the kid's going to jet out. He'll just run off into the woods and they can get like a, uh, you know, they'll meet you in the middle type thing, you know. But no, he bashed his head up against. I mean, it wasn't gruesome or, you know, extremely violent. So I guess if you want to, you can make it seem like maybe he knocked him out. <laughs> but it's, I don't think the kid's going to be back in the next one. So I would count it as a kill. Yeah. And I <laughs> just, and I, you know. And that's the strongest moment of that whole scene. It makes the escape and everything. It made me go, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with this being the way he escapes. And even though I think it's fucking stupid that whoever's in charge of the tr- prison transfer decided, you know, it's a good day to transfer the mass murderer who killed a bunch of people on Halloween. Halloween. We're going to transfer him on Halloween. Yeah. So it just, and some could argue, well, maybe Dr. Sartain kept behind the scenes kept, but, th- but fuck it. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's bad yeah. writing. It's bad writing. Um, yeah, we, so, I, I, we shouldn't really have to draw that conclusion to kind of like cover up for it. There's some things I can buy and I'll make my own little things about why I think it worked. But maybe we're reaching if it's like, oh, the doctor decided let's do it on Halloween. <laughs> and why? And then plus, why would someone be like, OK, <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's a, that's a good well, idea. You are a doctor. <laughs> so. And I'm just a lowly fucking typist. Uh, by the way, doctor, I made you a sandwich. It's a brooch. It's the same cop. On me sandwich with a uh, peanut butter on my penis. Um, and I like dance. Uh, and I like dance. Um, so yeah. So now, well, they also I thought it was kind of cool. They had the uh, the police officer that was bloodied up and still alive, and the kid kind of runs up and he the cop can only manage just to say like run. It kind of made you feel like oh something he's seen something fucked up, and he's like no, don't bother, gun or not, get out of here. Um. So yeah, so yeah. Uh, so now I guess we can. The first thing that comes to my mind is that scene we talked about the roaming shot with Michael back on Halloween night. The kids run into him, and he just goes through, uh, goes through the garage, gets a hammer, bludgeons someone, trades the hammer in for a knife, goes into the other. I thought I really liked all of that. That was so yeah, much course, fun. Yeah. Even the, um, I don't know, did you like the knife through the back of the neck? Did you think it looked off to you? Were you okay with that? She's grabbing her by the ponytail. She's looking out the window. She was just talking to the phone. The knife comes from the back of her neck through the front. It, it, I would have preferred an, just a simple cutting the throat, mm-hmm. but it, 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 that's fine. I thought that whole scene was really well done, and um, like that's easily the, the one of the best things in the movie. Um, I want to say that most of everything with Michael in the movie is pretty cool. Like they do a good, Michael is awesome in this. Mm-hmm. He's the best part of the movie. Um, he looks dope. I love the look of the mask. The kills are pretty cool and they, they do justice to the Michael character. You know what I mean? There's that scene at the end when he gets knocked down the fucking, uh, into the cellar or whatever and then he just sits up you know undertaker yeah, style yeah yeah that shit's awesome um it's just mainly the rest of the shit around what's happening to michael i love that whole scene when he's killing the blonde babysitter and the black kid runs out of the house and is like no no run you don't go right. up there he's gonna kill you and then the boyfriend we don't get to see his death but he's fucking 
stuck to the wall. That's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and Heel's about to get dry humped because he got a new tattoo on his shoulder. Oh, that's what that. I'm so glad you just reminded me of that. That felt like a Rob Zombie line. You're so getting raw fucked tonight. What? <laughs> What's that mean? Zombie. <laughs> what are you doing? He showed up one day. <laughs> and did a, just but here's my theory. Bit. Here's my theory, actually. Uh, okay. Um, or what I think. This whole movie feels like a giant big budget fan film because they pack in so much shit from all the other movies. Um, of course, it you know they deem it as like a sequel just to the original Halloween, but they also they also have elements of Halloween two, mm-hmm. um, the original Halloween two in this when he is walking around in that scene and picks up the hammer and walks into the house and kills the chick in the house. That's right out of Halloween two how that one starts and he picks up a knife um, after a sandwich gets made or something. Then Halloween three, they pay owed to that by having those three trick or treaters dressed up in the skeleton pumpkin and witch costume. Mm -hmm. Halloween four, they pay owed to that. I I think a little bit, or at least it's reminiscent when the podcasters get killed, that whole garage gas station that they're at feels very much like the one from part four where Michael Myers kills the, um, uh, Oh, what the fuck is he? A mechanic in steel, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing and blows up the gas station. And then here's where they pay ode to Halloween five and six. Um, they, those ones suck. And so, so does this one. <laughs> I knew that was, I almost finished that. But I was like, please, <laughs> please tell me that's the joke he's making. And then they I pay ode to, to Rob Zombie Halloween <laughs> By having really dumb fucking stupid lines scattered throughout the film, such as, you're getting raw fucked tonight. Yeah, dude. Tattoos, man. Yeah. And you know level. what the tattoo literally just says? 10-31-18, right? We oh, see... I thought it said you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you're gonna get the biscuit, all right. God damn. It's so... All those things eventually just add up to just being a very underwhelming um, entry into this fucking long-running franchise. And, but right. Well, let's pick uh, apart some things and see if we can find some stuff you like from them. We've gotten a few things. We're going to do uh, Michael Myers a little bit like when we close out. We'll go... We're going to go with his look and his kills a little bit later. But just to get through more things in this movie, we talked about the boyfriend's uh, heel turn, his little, uh, where he turns uh, to a bad guy, I guess you can say. They're dancing, everything's great. You have no reason to believe that he's that bad. But I thought that was a little, that whole thing was kind of weird too. I don't know if it was rushed or whatnot, but... That's the, what it feels like, rushed, yeah. The granddaughter leaves. She, he doesn't want her to take the phone call. She does, which is and, weird. Which is weird. Like you don't have to answer it, and he knows he's met her family now, so he knows how things are. Like he has a crazy grandmother. She's very worried. Whatever, you don't have to answer. Okay, she comes back, and he gets like a little, little smooch. Nothing crazy. From this other girl dressed in a cat suit, which I don't know if you can blame the guy. So he's not a douchebag to me yet, because. <laughs> I, well, I, I get it. I think she even kisses him. 
I mean, I know yeah, he yeah, kisses yeah. back, but she. It looks like they're talking as the girlfriend's walking up, and then she kisses him. Yeah, she gives him a little, and it wasn't nothing crazy. Maybe he kind of gave it a little bit, and he was a little like, oh, I don't know. And then spots her, chases her down, and then all of a sudden she's the bad guy. He makes her the bad guy after, which I don't know. It could just make it making him. He could just be like kind of a dickhead guy, which obviously maybe that was the point. And then she he takes her phone from her. What like the phone was the problem. Like if you would have never left to take this phone call, maybe that I would have had to cheat on you, <laughs> which is a little bit of a reach. And then can you tell me what he throws her phone in? It was that a giant bowl of nacho cheese? Oh, I thought it was like pudding, <laughs> like vanilla pudding or some shit. So first of all, <laughs> I'm not party. eating. I'm not eating communal party <laughs> pudding. <laughs> First of all, also, I don't think I'm going to dip yeah. into a giant bowl of nacho cheese either. I don't think. Wait. <laughs> Wait, why not just have it be a, a bowl, bowl of punch? Of punch. <laughs> why? What did now? Did, is this where they drew the line in this movie where they're like, no, too cliche pudding. <laughs> like Danny McBride was like, we got to No, no, no. Have it be pudding, y'all. It'd be fun. <laughs> you know what it is? technology nowadays everybody has those goddamn auto boxes or whatever they're called she could have pulled that oh, thing yeah. right back out and what's made the gonna get, she what's gonna get in the fucking gaps and the fillings and just gonna be too much to deal with i got it in the original script the plan was to light a candle on the phone but it took too long <laughs> <laughs> so they went with the pudding so um, yeah, and then we'll never see him again immediately after that they uh heavy set kind of uh out there friend of the douchebag boyfriend turns into a temporary sweetheart to the granddaughter leading to his demise now after being kind of sweet and walking her home then he tries to take her to a shortcut and immediately after getting behind a fence to a dark place tries to give her a kiss well let's go back to the boyfriend for a second um i think what's weird about that whole thing is Again, it feels pointless, especially given the fact that he's never seen from again. He never gets killed, so okay. Sequel bait, fine. But that's still a problem when we didn't know if this was going to have a sequel. You know what I mean? You're going in this thinking this is just supposed to be a sequel to the original 1978. We don't know if a sequel's coming after this. So as a movie by itself, when you he doesn't meet any kind of comeuppance or any kind of anything – it's it's just fucking weird, especially since we spent so much time with him and her in the right. beginning, and he's he's a pretty nice guy, and then all of a sudden he gets kissed by a chick and kind of kisses back, and then him and this girl have a problem, and then he <laughs> hates her fucking phone and has to, and so yeah, that's 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 a little ridiculous, and it feels like they just needed something to get her to leave the party and go with that fat friend. So that he could get killed. But, however, it leads to one of the better moments. His death is pretty fantastic. Um, after he tries to kiss her and she's like, fuck you, and leaves. And is walking away. And then he thinks he's talking to the owner of the house or the yard that he's in, dressed up in a costume. And he's just kind of blabbering away. Right. And he's like, all right, I'll leave. And then Michael Myers gets closer and closer until finally he slices him and then 
fat ass fucking runs towards the gate screaming bloody murder mm-hmm. and he tries climbing the fence that has spikes on it and he gets caught his cape gets caught and he's screaming and finally the granddaughter hears him and turns back but of course by the time she gets there michael's already fucking stabbed him but also what's weird is his his okay yeah the spike has gone gone through the top of his mouth but <clears throat> yep. it's not like he was impaled so he that spike was so sharp it I guess just the weight of the guy's own head made it go. Th- it, that was kind of uh Here's overlooked. the thing. That, okay, that was a very cool kill. And I liked the impalement on the fence thing. They, uh, they fucked up with it though. Why, yeah, it, it made it confusing to when she came back and saw him impaled. I'm like, what? Why is he impaled? Why couldn't they just do a shot where when they, he gets him with that very first initial huge stab, like, uh, 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 why can't you have Michael doing one sharp swoop down, Foof, bring him straight down like he's almost more over oh, the top right. of the fence? He could have grabbed <sighs> his fucking feet yes. and yanked down. Ooh. Oh, or you just keep on to the knife. The knife's in there, just yanked yeah. one, yanked down, and all of a sudden you hear, <clears throat> and it goes through his mouth. Tell me that wouldn't have changed. Oh, my God. That was a big... I mean, it's a cool kill. I liked him on the fence and everything, and then her coming back, and then seeing Michael, and Michael seeing the granddaughter. Loved all and that. that music. The music yes. that hits right there. And yep. she takes off running and screaming. That's when the, I got – I remember I sat up in theater. I was like, here we go. All right, I sat through all this bullshit. Now shit's get, about to go fucking crazy. It's just going to be Michael chasing this bitch through fucking Haddonfield. Yeah. But then the movie just drops the ball even harder. Like, you get so pumped in that moment, but then it's – Lori and um, everyone trying to, you know, find out where the granddaughter is at this point. Um, I don't. Yeah, I think Lori's already seen Michael and like shot him and whatever. Or has she? I can't remember now, even though I just watched it. I'm not sure. I know she goes from there and gets in the with the police and the doctor. So instead of getting what you set up, which I agree that that would have been awesome. Instead, we just start going through the police and now the police. The, the cop hits Michael Myers with the car. And okay. then we get the scene, which what I really, really was not into. I did not. I, I didn't. This scene. Well, you you set this scene up. Okay, so finally, I guess uh, the granddaughter gets to a house and they call the cops. And then the main cop, I forget his name. I think it's... Um, I don't remember the name. But it was the guy. Matter. It was the guy who was also worked on the original case from. But that's and, and of course he's not in the original movie, and his backstory is kind of weirdly just like mentioned in this a few times, which I wish they would have just done like a flashback sequence, because apparently he's the cop that caught Michael Myers and uh, instead of shooting him, just arrested him, which he regrets, which is a cool character thing. Like I would have liked to see more of that. But of course, like everything else, he's kind of underdeveloped, just kind of thrown in here, kind of mentioned. And so he goes and picks up the granddaughter along with Dr. Sartain, who's Michael's new psychiatrist. Um, and they pick her up and then they're driving back and they just happen to see Michael Myers driving around or walking around. And he's like, fuck this. I'm not yeah. making the same mistake again and hits him with his car. They find him quick. They find him super fast, and 
They run him. He runs him over, and then he gets out of the car to go check the body, and so does Doctor Sartain. He's like, "Get in the fucking car!" And then Doctor Sartain's pen is also a knife, I guess, or something stupid. And he clicks it, and then turns around and starts stabbing the experienced police officer to death. But I did like that the officer was like, "Fuck this! I'm ending it this time." Like he yeah. was gonna, he was gonna shoot him in the head. That small part was the my favorite out of this. But yeah. yeah. But then, so Dr. Sartain kills the cop, which, of course, I'm sure made people go, oh, my God. It definitely threw me for a little bit of a, oh. Yeah. Um, so the granddaughter's watching from the back of the cop car, unable to get out because it's locked. And then we watch Dr. Sartain do shit like, so that's what that feels like. And he takes Michael Myers' mask off and puts it on and then stands up and looks at the granddaughter who screams. And then he drags Michael Myers' body back to the cop car, puts it in the back with the granddaughter, and then heads towards Lori's house. And yeah. runs over the cop on his way out of the scene. Yeah. And it's so... it, Dude, it's the worst writing. It's lazy, and it's sad when you know that they, the filmmakers thought it was a good twist. When they thought, like, oh, yeah, this is gonna make... This is gonna get people fucking oh oh my god you know and it's just it's it's shitty it's so stupid um the shot in front of the cop car seemed pretty forced yeah put on the mask and then he puts the mask back on the guy yeah Uh, okay Okay. so you just did that because you're like no it'd be a cool looking shot if michael myers mask came up in like the front of the car which if 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 you had to force it then i don't know dude do you know i had at this point in the movie, when I saw this in theaters, no joke, 100% honesty, when I saw this for the first time, at that moment, I was so done with the movie already that I sincerely thought, oh, no fucking way. Are they about to make him, like, the killer for the rest of the movie, dressed up as Michael Myers? Like, is Michael Myers dead? Did he just get fucking run over and he's dead and this guy's just going to put on the mask and kill people? Like, the spirit of Michael Myers maybe transferred over or some shit like that. Yeah. And I, I told McKenna, I said, if that shit happens, <laughs> this is the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. Thankfully it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't cross that territory, but I didn't put it past this movie. Right. Also, uh, you were kind of upset at that point because all your popcorn was gone <laughs> <laughs> and you were, <laughs> and your but, uh, snow and your snow caps was empty. So, no, I like Bunch of Crunch. Oh, I have some of that here, actually, by my bed. Ooh. Um, and then, to make it worse, to add, to even make it fucking worse. <laughs> now, dro- now we're both just going to keep shit. <laughs> Dude, I, defended dro- it for, I defended it for an hour, and now I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> you got Lori Strode with her uh, daughter and her husband, and she's giving them weapons and like, I've been preparing for this. Michael is on his way. I've always been ready for this. I knew he'd come for me. And I'm like, you're only, only because the fucking doctor went nuts and is bringing him to you. And then on top of that, the entire time the doctor's driving Michael and the granddaughter to he, uh, to Lori's house, he's like, I've been waiting for something like an opportunity like this. And I, I wonder what drives Michael. I want, it's so uh, fucking, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, that's bad. And then his whole thing is he wants Michael to say something. Uh, and then, thankfully, 
the granddaughter smart and is a dope character and picks up on that. It's like, he spoke to me. And he's like, what did he say? And he like halts the car. He's like, what did he say? She's like, let me go and I'll, I'll tell you what he said. Let me go and I'll tell you what he said. And so he's like, was it Judith? And then Michael Myers wakes up, stomps the fucking guy out of the car, gets out of the car. The granddaughter runs into the woods. And then here's another moment where I really thought this was going to happen. The doctor's lying on the ground and Michael Myers is standing over him. And he's like, Michael, please say something. And he goes, I like pickles. No, I sincerely thought that they were going to have Michael Myers. So here's the doc. Oh, no. Say something. And then you, I thought you were just faintly going to hear Michael say something. And then (laughs) stomp on the, and then he stomps on the fucking doctor's head. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I was like, this is going to happen because this movie is shit. Okay. So you, yeah, in this in the theater, you had such a low opinion of this movie that you were already writing like, oh my god, this movie is so bad, I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking did this. My something, something. Yeah, and then stomps his fucking head. So, uh, <laughs> so that you know, they have this awful fucking twist, but then they just kill off the doctor. Yeah. Like, he gets his fucking face stomped in. Sorry if you guys can hear my dog or not. Um. But he gets his fucking face stomped in, which I'm dope. I love a good fucking face curb stomp. stomp but... yeah. Oh, hey. You can't say I love a good curb stomp. Jesus. <laughs> in this culture? Yeah, I guess it's true. Lord. Do a, 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 a grape head smash. Fine. Jeff will cut it out anyways. Um, no, and watch, no. I want watch, people to see who you really are. <laughs> during the during the playback, you just have like a remix of I love, I love, I love, I love, I love. <laughs> Curb stomp, curb curb stomp. Yeah, um, you know, you know me. I love making techno music. This shit you say. <laughs> and no, this will happen hopefully. Um, but they kill him off. So the, then it's just oh, over. All right. But and now and now we just gotta have Laurie Strode and Michael face off and then fuck it. Well, Michael Myers. It seemed like Myers was going, was going or drawn to. He was going for. Her no matter what, but I see the argument see, where I, don't I, feel that way. I agree that yeah it it's it almost feels like if it wasn't for the doctor and letting all these things happen to get Michael Myers out, uh, Laurie Strode just would have came off like a crazy idiot because she would have been wrong, but luckily she was you know rectified <laughs> with everything that, that happened. Imagine Michael like got away like didn't ever came to her house no. and she's just like huh. Huh. It, it, then it cuts to Myers, cuts to Myers, and he's just at a booth at Denny's, just having a grand slam, and that's the movie. He's that's stabbing it. the fucking pancakes with his knife, and then <laughs> yeah. trying to shove them through his mask hole. And we're just like, Danny McBride's done it again. By the way, I I really like Danny McBride and like ton of things he does. Like I was just telling you about the Righteous Gemstones, which I loved. I watched you know uh, Eastbound and Down, all that stuff, but. I at least appreciate that this wasn't a reboot. That's something that's been done. I like the idea of what the setup was and what the idea, what the thought was. I think it was just uh, writing and execution to go along with the idea of what they wanted, maybe what they wanted to do. Um, What's a reboot? It's not a remake. Yes. I I like that they didn't just, it's not a retelling of the first movie, you know? So, 
Which, but, to be fair, that's what some of the other like Halloween Four is basically just the same story as Halloween, the original Halloween. But there's enough flourishes and changes to make it kind of fun, and it captures a lot of like fun Halloween atmosphere. And so I think there's ways to get around, like to make that successfully work. Unlike some of the other worst sequels, like Halloween Five and. Well, let's finish up the how this movie ends before we get to Michael Myers specifically. So now he's with, I guess, I don't know. Obviously, we're, we jumped around a little bit. Hopefully, we're not skipping too much. We have the the head jack-o'-lantern looked pretty cool. <clears throat> that was kind of a cool effect. Maybe it was like, <clears throat> I don't know. Okay, I mean, I, th- I thought that was kind of cool. It was a little like Michael Myers really took some time there, I guess. I, it felt I very out of character a little bit. Yeah, I mean, a little he bit. Likes to, he likes to decorate and put up his bodies and decorate a little bit, but that's just so... That that was jarring for me to be like, oh, okay. Michael Myers is evil, but I don't know. I don't know. He just kind of likes yeah. to stab people. Yeah, he, he's literally just been stabbing and bashing, and now he takes the time to do arts and crafts with a head. He fucking hates this bond meat he, sandwich guy. He was so Myers was so sick of the sandwich talk that he was just like, I'm going to take some time with this. What so if that, Michael Myers was outside the cop car listening and waiting for the best moment to like? He, he keeps backing he just up. Just keeps like, fucking waiting. God damn. Fuck with the sandwiches. Uh, so we then you know we have the the death of the father that we talked about, which not only did I and you and I say we almost didn't really care about, it kind of didn't seem like any, the people in the movie. I'm not sure. I mean, what there was a uh, Judy. What was the daughter's reaction? Do you remember? Did she do like an initial scream? And then no. She, because Lori's just like, come on, get downstairs. And so I don't even think she's like, where's okay. Tom? See, I, I didn't know if I was imagining I her wrong, her screaming there's... and then Lori like he's, it's too late or whatever. I don't know, but I was like, I was like, maybe I don't. Not only do I don't care, but no one no one else cares either that he's dead. But this whole ending, the whole setup, the lights coming on, her uh, Myers reaching through the window, her shooting off his fingers, and then the initial chase and the hiding in the cellar, blah blah blah. How about like how about this? Any of this? Were you like into, or did you did you think there was a good payoff here? Like, no. where were you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's it, folks. No. Um, nope. Nope. <laughs> See I... you next week. <laughs> um, check out our next podcast. All right. Yeah. Uh, what are we no, shit because on next? for me, it, it it the ending wasn't a payoff. It was an unearned. Just I guess we need to have this happen now. And so. <laughs> Dude, look at this. This is what's hysterical to me. And even it's my buddy, a, dude, it's an unearned. I guess we need to do this now. <laughs> put, put that on the DVD, folks. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I love that the whole like Jamie Lee Curtis's character comes off like she's been planning this forever. And there's even this stupid line I wanted to mention earlier, where it's her, Doctor Sartain, and the cop talking. Um, and the doctor, it's so funny the way it's cut. Because Dr. Sartain says something that, like, warrants a response from Lori to him. Instead, the film, it kind of, like, cuts quickly to her just addressing the cop and being like, you know, I, I wish he would break out, like, all these years. He's like, well, why the hell did you do that? And she's like, so I could kill him. And it's such, like, a trailer, you know, line said for the trailer kind of moment. It didn't yeah. even feel badass to me. So, anyways, going back to the end, 
the whole movie, it feels like, okay, she's been planning. She's, you know, she, we see her fucking shooting guns at mannequins and shit out in the woods and her Which house. Which are is very, great. very expensive, by the way. Mannequin, yeah. we, those are so expensive. Go Who's your it. mannequin guy? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's what I would have asked. Who's your mannequin guy, actually? Um, and, but then, so then Michael, My- so she's like, get down in the, the cellar, whatever, to her daughter. And then she almost gets killed. Like within the first immediately, immediately, Michael, she hides up against the fucking front door, which has two giant windows. And of course, Michael Myers bashes his hands through and almost fucking kills her. But she manages to blow some of his fingers off with her shotgun. And so that right there alone for me was like, oh, this is a bunch of bullshit. The giant, no the giant stadium lights, the metal doors, all the locks, the thing with the button that moves the the kitchen island. So you go down the cellar, and then she's like, "Fuck, I forgot the windows." <laughs> and she almost gets killed. And I'm like, "Great plan, Lori." Yeah. Nice. Uh, so then you know they have like she goes searching the fucking house, and dude, I can't tell you even in the theater, I I kept like counting every time that fucking counter thing opened and closed throughout they're constantly going down and up it down and up and opening it up and i thought that kind of got stupid and then Lori's going upstairs looking for michael myers searching the rooms um and that gets kind of boring because i just don't care and then finally the granddaughter shows up Lori and her d- daughter are down in the cellar and I honestly forget what happens. Like, Myers manages to rip the kitchen island, and now... Oh, yeah, they're just, all down there together now. They're yeah. all just looking up. Well, Lori's not, but yeah, the Lori's daughter and the, and the granddaughter. And he's he finally steps in the light, and she's crying for her mother, saying, I can't do this, I can't do this. And as soon as she sees uh, Michael Myers, up. and then... Her demeanor changed. We see that it was all an act, and she was also prepared. Yeah, and like, gotcha. shoots him, shoots him in his face with a gun, which uh, make, makes him disgruntled. <laughs> and then, of course, Lori comes out of the shadows behind him, and I believe she says, "Happy Halloween," or, or "Happy Halloween, Michael." Or Happy was that Halloween, the line? Michael. I thought you were going to say, happy Friday the 13th. (laughs) Happy Friday the 13th, Jason Kruger. And that I'll admit, that was her coming out of the shadows was a dope little thing. Mm -hmm. But the whole time with the daughter, I can't do it. And then saying, gotcha. The crowd went, oh. And I went, uh. (laughs) See, I can see why that that is such, uh, so written for a theater. Yeah. It really is. And I when I saw that I knew I I didn't Which isn't not, a bad thing. But No, 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 no. I didn't watch this in theaters, but I knew one of the first thoughts I had when that happened was that's a theater moment. That's when pe- like I, I I can't have a problem with like with that at all. And plus she's playing the role to get him to like show himself in front of the thing and not just show up and the she's crying, making the facade that she's afraid or I can't do it. So then he's like so then he shows up. So they got the better of him. He gets kicked down the steps. They get out after brief him trying to keep them, you know, down there, obviously. But they, what do they do? Did they end up shooting him back down more times or do they? No, hit, no. They, they shoot they him. Hit. Michael tries, or Lori tries to stab him, but I think she misses. Mm-hmm. Then she grabs a pot and bashes him yeah, in the face yeah. and knocks him down. Then the daughter and the grand, 
daughter run up the stairs, but Michael sits up and grabs the, excuse me, Judy Greer's leg and starts pulling her down. And then the granddaughter picks up Michael's knife, I think slashes his arms a few times, makes him let go. And then the daughter pulls the lever that locks the cellar bars together and locking Michael down there. So he's now imprisoned in the cellar or in the basement. And then the three Strode women stand up. I think Lori lights a flare and then tosses it. Very cinematic, drops the flare down, and he just, Michael Myers, stares as fire. Because she, oh. she turned on all the things. Yeah, the, uh... yeah. so apparently there's gas lines all around the house, and it's like, oh, and then here's another groan-worthy line. The mother tells her daughter, it was never, a, uh, oh my God, what did she fucking say? It was never a prison, it was a trap, or something like that. It was never a... Uh... To her daughter. She's like, it was never a trap baby or a prison baby. It was a trap. And I'm just like, ah, fuck off. Mm. But we get it. (laughs) (laughs) He's stuck there. (laughs) We get it. She was prepared for this, even though Lori almost got killed. Like 30 seconds into the (laughs) Michael Myers attacking. Um, And then we see the house go up in flames. The three Strode women run out to the street and find a guy driving by in a pickup truck and they hop in and they're riding away and the granddaughter still has Michael Myers knife in her hand and we Halloween music plays and we cut back to the house engulfed in flames and then we just slowly zoom in on the Strode woman in the back of the truck onto a close above uh, the youngest Strode her still clutching the knife and still clutching the knife zooms in on the knife and then we also see a shot another shot of that view from the into the cellar all on fire, but Myers was not there. In there, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then it ends. Um. So yeah, it's it's. So you like that part? No. No. That that it ended. No. Oh yeah, I like that it ended. <laughs> but the the rest Boy. just I, I it sucks because. There were little things that I kept thinking, okay, well, eh, that sucked, but maybe this will be better. And then every time I kept like getting my hopes up for it to be better, it was worse than I thought it was going to be. Like with Lori, okay, they made her not, not his sister anymore. She's just a, a, a fucking kind of a crazy person with survivor's guilt. They should have shown that a little bit more. There were different ways they could have illustrated that better and also if they had actually made it at the end when he shows up to her house if they were kind of like kicking his fucking ass and then maybe something goes wrong i don't even care if it was something like something got jammed and it some you know the door didn't lock or something like that and then he gets the upper hand it would have made me believe more that she had a fucking plan instead it seems like they're just fumbling around because she almost gets killed that's a huge fucking issue is that she she stands against that door and almost gets fucking killed mm-hmm. while her daughter's in the basement. Like I can't wait, mom. And then, and so then when it comes to that part where she's like, I can't do it. Gotcha. That doesn't even have a payoff for me because what? None of this has been to a plan. You can't plan almost getting killed. Mm. So it's just, it, it, to me, the movie ends kind of on a whimper. And then of course they leave it open for a sequel so you're just like, okay, mm-hmm. um, cool. Sequel, which would have been happening. This, uh, are... yeah, this uh, would have already happened. No, probably two months from now, right? Yeah, this September. But, uh, 
first. But uh, yeah, but now that would be next year. Halloween Kills in 2021. And, and this is what's funny, dude. Obviously, I've kind of shit on this movie a lot <laughs> during or, during mm-hmm. this, but um, I'm still excited for the sequels. Like I'm, I really am. I was bummed when I heard that the they were delayed, um, because there are some things I like about this movie. I still sat down and watched it, and yeah, there are things I wish I could change, but at the end of it, it's still a dope fucking horror movie about one of the most iconic slasher villains of all time, and it gets a few things right. It's it, it's still got a lot of fun atmosphere, and if you are able to remove that horror fan like kind of um, mentality of it. You yeah. can just enjoy it for what it is. Um, even though I, even still I say as a slasher film 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 this that's well. what I, this is a slasher film. Um, <laughs> you told them. <laughs> it, it's it it still feels a little messy. The script is really bad. It just needed to be tightened a little bit. Someone to be like, ah, let's add this or let's take that out. Let's tweak this a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm still excited for the sequels. And honestly, if you and I were chilling right now and you're like, hey, you want to watch it? I'd watch it again, which is weird because I just shit on it. But I still get enjoyment out of it. I still enjoy seeing Michael Myers walk around and fucking on Halloween night stabbing people. And I love seeing uh, Jamie Lee Curtis come back, even though I think it's not her best performance or best version of Laurie Strode. I still think it's dope that it happened. Yeah, that's my thing is I'm I'm glad that this movie happened and I had a lot of fun watching it. I like it just fine. There's a lot of issues with it. It's a fun movie. It's just not that great horror movie that I get out of other ones. It's not yeah. um it's more this is more of a fun movie. I can see how this would have been a lot of fun in a theater. I'm not really a theater guy, but it has a lot of fun. I mean, it's Michael Myers and basically when these movies happen, it's going to take a little bit more than that for me to not like it already. Cause I'm going in saying like, yes, cool. We get this. They would really have to ruin like the whole like lineage and really ruin the character. Like if he would have, if Michael, Michael Myers would have like said something or like before the that kill, like we were talked about, that would have been a tough one if they had stuff like that. But the fact that I really liked his look, I think John Carpenter didn't like the mask. I don't think. I heard I something I, like that. He said it looked like shit. Yeah, he was like, it looked like shit. But he was also, I don't know if it was like, they say he's kind of sarcastic and shit like that. Yeah. But so who knows? I really liked the look of him. I liked the hair. I liked the hair on the back, how it was kind of high up, or like towards the back of his head on the mask. I So I really liked his look and I liked him in it. I liked his character. I liked the way he looked. I liked the way he moved. Michael Myers himself in this movie, anytime he was on screen, I thought was great. The way he sat up in the 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 trap. There, you happy, Laurie? He, when he sat up in the trapped uh, cellar or whatever, that was awesome. Um, yeah, this was a, a really fun movie to me. But yes, there are a lot of issues that... It, and I guess maybe you're obviously passionate about it, so you want... You want both. You want a fun movie that's also the shit. You want that Halloween one. You have Jaws, which is actually just a great movie. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street. That very, you know, that first one. Right. 
Um, so I, I understand that, but overall, this it's Michael Myers. It's a Halloween movie. They didn't completely yeah. ruin everything. Well, and, like I said, it feels like a big butt, big budget fan film. Feels and like that's a the, big butt fan film. Big, big <laughs> butt fan film. Um, in a lot of ways, because it pays so much homage to some of the other movies, as well as like kind of being a hodgepodge of a bunch of different ideas and feeling a little immature, like a fan film. Mm-hmm. And I've made a fan film, and I, so I can attest to that. You know, you just mm-hmm. kind of want to make thing your, something your own and like honor something. Um, right. And that's so I, I, I even though I it may sound like I hate this movie, um, is. I still enjoy it. I still appreciate that they did try to honor it as best they could, the series. And they didn't fuck it up like some of the other series, uh, like Halloween 6, which is, I think, by and away, the worst one. Uh, Curse of Michael Myers. It's and, better than Resurrection as well. <laughs> yeah, Resurrection. But I still think Resurrection is better than Halloween 6. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't hate it. It's a fun. It's a fun watch if you're able to just enjoy it for what it is i think maybe perhaps my expectations were too high which is on me mm-hmm. um but at the same time there's just a few things like those stupid lines we talked about and the casting error like the casting mistakes yeah the you know casting people too old or just not with the right chemistry little things like that where if those had just been addressed even just a little bit it probably would have made the movies leap, leaps and bounds better i mean you can't fix script shit like the fucking dark dr sartain mm-hmm. being the one behind it but fine and that's the other thing too is i hate i guess i hate when people say why would i want to watch the, any of the other sequels this when i can just watch halloween and then watch this one and that's where i get a little defensive or when people say this is the best sequel since the original because i personally love halloween 2 halloween 4 halloween 5 and 6 and resurrection are okay i also really love halloween 20 years later which kind of shares a lot of similarities to this one this one takes place 40 years later halloween 20 years later is 20 and laurie actually has a i think a better character arc in character development and performance in that movie than this one hmm. so but it just feels like the difference between the two is this one obviously had a better budget than halloween 20 years later right Whereas if Halloween 20 years later had the budget that this one had, I feel like that one would be better remembered and um, more loved than I think it it, it gets. Yeah, that one's got a... LL Cool J in it too. Well, hey, Deep Blue Sea fame. I love Deep Blue Sea is one of my favorite horror movies, y'all. We'll talk yeah. about it at some point. Yeah. Well, with that said, besides Michael Myers, because besides Michael Myers, who's your favorite character and what's your favorite kill? My favorite character is the granddaughter. Uh, Mine too. She, she's awesome. I wish she had more screen time. I, um, she's a really great actress, and just every everything worked with her. Even the scenes that did that felt rushed, they worked because of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I kind of wish they had killed Lori off in this movie, kind of early. Oh, I'd see her have a go in and the have role. the granddaughter be the. And maybe they'll do that with the next one. I don't know. I just know she's she's the star, apart mm. from Michael Myers, um, because well, she has the you. best character, the best performance. I love 
Jamie Lee Curtis and Laurie Strode, but I think it's time, especially, fuck, it's time to just, especially now that she's not the sister anymore. It's just, okay. I think it would have been actually a really good thing to do. Okay, not sister anymore. And then I think it would have been awesome if this whole time it's like all this buildup, she's ready, she's preparing, she thinks, and then Michael Myers kind of kills her off. Right. Fairly easy. Like it would have been cool to have them have a little bit of a thing, but then mm-hmm. him just to kill her. I don't know. But the granddaughter and then my favorite kill would probably be. Let's see if we go two for two here. Um, hold on, I just got to think for a second. Because there's quite a few. This movie does have a pretty good body count. Yeah. Do you remember uh, something we kind of skipped over? Remember before the podcasters get killed when he was wandering through and seeing the bodies? There was that one guy dead, like, and he was like face, like mouth first, like on the corner of a desk, like very graphic looking. That was that was pretty gnarly. Just randomly, just a pan by. Yeah. Um. Fuck. It's hard to, cause like, the death. There, there are the deaths. Oh my god, death (laughs) kills that have uh, that have really brutal fuck it like ooh fuck that's that's gnarly but that but don't really have much to it like that desk scene that's just a passing by right uh, whereas there's some kills that aren't really that special or unique it's just someone getting stabbed but the shit around it like what's going on is yes. cool like the fat guy getting killed he just gets stabbed but that whole scene is awesome that's Same my the... that's my favorite kill okay yeah. i think I was, that's I, because of that i think my favorite kill other than that one would probably be when he's walking around killing the people going from house to house, even though those kills are kind of lame, just like the way it's happening is kind of awesome. Other than that, Mm -hmm. nothing else really sticks out to me. I like seeing the doctor's head get squished just mainly because I want that fucking character gone. I don't even (laughs) like the actor they got. Yeah, I, I obviously him going getting back to Haddonfield, walking through and doing all those kills and uh man, how you just following him and the hammer, then he trades it for the knife and then the stabbing and then just the constantly going and of course with the babysitter, him going after her is pretty crazy. That was really good. But yeah, the douchebag's friend getting away and him leading up to it, kinda like thinking of someone else like, Hey, where you where'd you go, man? And then all of a sudden Michael Myers is somewhere else and he slashes him and then chases him, and I thought he acted the shit out of that, too. He was just like, and then he was like yeah. stuck, and then you're feeling for him, and then he, Michael Myers is getting closer, and of course with the stabbing. Now, had they done what uh, I mentioned earlier, and maybe just made that pull it down, make that impalement a little more uh, understandable, instead of just like, I, I would have liked that a little bit better, but even without that happening, that was my favorite one. And it also led to this cool moment where now the granddaughter's face-to-face with Michael Myers, and yeah. it kind of makes you feel like, oh shit, now shit's on. But um, I'd say the worst, the two worst deaths are, um, for plot reasoning, is when the doctor kills the cop. That's fucking just because it's garbage. And then the other one is when Michael Myers kills the dad with the fucking bells or whatever he fucking had, yeah. the cowbells. That shit's he just like snaps his neck or some shit, and it just it's quick, it's stupid. You don't feel anything for the dad when you kind of should. Um, oh, another uh, found upon body that looked really cool. Do you remember when the 
the old man and his very young son, when he got out of the car, the old man found a body that had a broken neck and his neck looked all like fucked up and had yeah. a big like lump in it. Yeah. Some stuff like that looked pretty cool when I like they were just passing by the but it's like, oh my god, what you did give you the feeling of you're th- if you're in his shoes, you're thinking, What happened here? <laughs> like look at that guy's yeah. neck. The movie the it has some dope moments of really kind of awesome atmosphere and I don't want to say dread, but it's got some awesome moments where there's some great tension and spooky vibes, but then there's so much other shit that just kind of ruins it. Um, Well, neither one of us think it's great. I think it's a lot of fun and you like the look of the movie, but you don't like what anybody says or does. Is that, is that good? <laughs> well, uh, wrap it yeah, up. for the most part. But one thing I really do, um, even though it's not my favorite, not even close, I do love the fact that this movie exists because I'm excited to see sequels. I'm excited to see more Michael Myers. I'm excited for this to draw in more fans that hopefully will go back and watch the, uh, the older movies. And then they get to decide for themselves which ones, you know, is are their favorites. And who knows, this one might be their favorite for now. But then when they see the original Halloween 2 or if they get to Halloween 4 or... Of course. What, or, who knows, if they even like the Rob Zombie ones. And I mean, yeah. I I like the Rob Zombie ones. I think they get too much hate. I get, I get it. I don't really care about Michael Myers' backstory either. But kind of like this one, I'm able to separated in my head this doesn't have to be michael myers story it's only michael myers story if i choose it to be the one i want to pay attention to right if i want michael myers story to be halloween one and then go straight to four five and six or just one and four you know what i mean sure there's so many movies you can it's your choice you have a lot of options here a lot of ways you can go and even if this one's your favorite movie like cool yeah, by, by all means, it's all about. The figures are dope. The, the merchandise, the posters, it all—it looks yeah. great. I have I have plenty of it myself. I bought something Michael Myers today. Just added. It's just a crappy little the Halloween thing that hangs. I'm sure you've seen that party the other day. It's like a little Halloween of just him. I'll send it to you later. But yeah, I I love it. Um, that's it. Let's. <laughs> I'm done. I'm now. I you got me to the point where. I'm over it. Yep. Well, hey, thank you all for listening. Um, hopefully, I didn't shit on the movie too hard. I don't know, man. You're never going to be in a <laughs> David Gordon Green, Danny yeah. McBride, or Halloween movie. I rode the line. I might have a chance to get killed. At some hey, point. those guys got to make a fucking Michael Myers Halloween movie. That's that's sick. They they did their best with what they thought would be dope. I can't fault them for that. It seemed like they had fun. Um, just as a viewer, I didn't have as much fun as I thought. Well, you had you had John Carpenter, you know, back in the yeah. mix and doing music. I mean, come on. Uh, so we are now on a lot of other podcast platforms. We are on uh, Google Podcast, uh, Radio Public, Breaker. There's way more than I even knew. So soon we're trying to get to the point where we can be found pretty much anywhere once we really get this thing started and promoting and getting to where we want to what and what we want to do with this thing we're going to work on the likes and the ums where oh, like yeah. 
I'm uh, sorry for anyone that had to listen or that listened to the first very first podcast. I've tried. I, I listened to that and I. <laughs> maybe not want to talk ever again look i it's jarring what people don't realize when you sit down and talk and you listen to yourself talk for so long and you think podcast is such an easy thing then you listen to yourself and you're like oh my god i said like and i said um and then of course my like allergies were acting up that day so i'm like <laughs> i'm sniff sniffling like obviously this is stuff and i just said like in this but that's something that we have to learn over time and get through and i will concentrate and try and get better on we both will so stick with it hopefully this is coming off as natural as we think it is because it has been we just sit down and we're like okay this is how much time we got and of course we get to go and we're just rocking and rolling and it's so much fun for me doing this and i hope eventually when we really start promoting this thing and these episodes are out that more people can join along and have that fun with us uh Dylan, was there anything you wanted to plug or anything? Why don't you, at the very least, just since you brought it up, plug the fan film that you did? Oh, sure. Um, For any fans of My Bloody Valentine, I did a six-minute little fan film because I really love the original 1981 version. And it's called called Delicate Recipes, a a My Bloody Valentine fan film. It's on my YouTube channel, Archico Productions or archicoproductions.com. Um, it's only six minutes, and it's like a really retro 80s little slasher short film. Check that out if you'd like. We also got tons of other shorts that Jeff and I have done and feature films, and we have a horror anthology series called Sharp Candy. All that information can be found on archicoproductions.com, and same with Instagram at archicoproductions.com. Also, of course, our podcast here has an Instagram at Podcast. That's at Horrorflix Podcast, F-L-I-X. And we don't have a search, Twitter. <laughs> no, no, we do not. Or a Facebook, and I do not want that to happen either. But we will see. Uh, if you're searching for this podcast through any of those podcast apps that I was listening, it's Horrorflix with Heart Nicks. Horrorflix with Heart Nicks. Once again, L F L I X is Flix. And David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, hopefully... You watch Delicate Recipes, Dylan's fan film, his short, <laughs> and if you could just do an hour podcast on it and rip it apart and send that to me so we could make that a bonus episode of this, that would be an absolute dream come true. So make that happen. Dylan, I love you, buddy. I know you have to go eat, uh, not just because it's dinner, but because you're Dylan, and I got to go be with my family. So... <laughs> So I love you, buddy, and that's it. See you guys.